everybody welcome to the show you know where you are the nine at nine with me tigo and if you're watching right now you know what's about to happen Michelle morass is here who knows where we're gonna go with this but she's talking about resiliency and all the interviews i've done we've never touched that topic and i have a feeling when we get done it's gonna be amazing so sit right there. You heard me. Michelle Morales is here. I got my notebook. Get yours because it's about to be on. Sit right there. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Yep, you heard me right. Michelle Morales is here. I'm not going to waste any time because she's talking about resiliency. Michelle, are you out there? I'm here. Woo! Okay, resiliency. I mean, let's talk about it. We're not talking about sports. So where are we going with this one? Well, resiliency, I was told that if there uh, there's a dictionary out there, actual paper dictionary, my face would be right next to the word resiliency from everything I've ever gone through and who I am today. Now, the definition of resiliency is basically the ability to return to your original shape after, you know, or size or whatever, after stressors come to your life. I like to say that resiliency is actually bouncing back to the original, if not better. So what I think about with, with resiliency is that you have to be able to spring back. Leaders have to be able to spring back and they need to be able to spring back from any temporary setback. And I have a story to tell about resiliency. It's how I, I see it. I'm ready. May Let's go. Okay. Have you heard of the story of the carrot, the egg and the coffee bean? Yes. I tell okay. that. Okay. Go. That is the story of resilience. The carrot goes into, is a, is a hard, it's hard, okay? And when stressors come into its world, it's hot water. So you put a carrot into hot water. The carrot, which was hard, goes into hot water. It becomes soft. And if you boil it long enough, if you put it through enough stress, it falls apart, it dissolves, it loses itself. If mm -hmm. you put an egg, which is very fragile, into hot water, so you start off fragile and you put it in hot water. It turns hard, hard so much that you have to hit it to crack it, right? Mm -hmm. It kind of stinks too. And then the third is the coffee bean. Coffee bean is hard and it's bitter. But you put that one in hot water and instead of it succumbing to the surroundings of that heat, of that stressor, it actually changes the environment. It, it becomes something new and better and stronger and yeah. more people up more pleasing right so yeah. when it comes to resiliency are you a carrot that falls apart under stress an egg becomes very hard under stress or the bean that evolves into something bigger better stronger and more acceptable that you actually change the entire environment to be better 
Who are you when it comes to stressors? So when I think that when bad things are happening, I see myself as a coffee bean. I've gone through hell in a handbasket in the past four years, and I'm a better person today than I was four years ago. Are you a carrot and egg or a coffee bean? Now, my girlfriend shared that story to me. And I'm like, oh, I like that so much better than my analogy. I used to use a rubber band because I would say, you know, rubber bands are meant to stretch, you know, and they mm -hmm. stretch sometimes so much that the force has to go somewhere. Where do you want to go? In my case, wow. when I was going through stressors, I aimed it to it, global speaker and author, because when I get ready, I'm going to be completely ready. And as soon as that stressor lets go, I'm going to fly forward. And that's exactly what I did. So what do you do when you hit stress, hot water? You may be tough now. How do you react under stress? You may be See, fragile. I believe that most people don't know their carrots. And there's a lot yeah. of carrots out there that just fall apart in the stress. But yeah. and also, I agree or disagree, you don't have to stay where you are. If you're a carrot right now, you can actually become a coffee bean. You just yes. have to work at it, correct? Yes. It's all a mindset. So many people are so rigid about how they are. I'm this way and I'm this way. And then bad things happen. They do, oh, God, I don't want to do this anymore. No. Say, I'm going to be a freaking coffee bean. Okay? I'm going to make all this coffee. I'm going to make this water, this little environment. I'm going to make it carrot soup. Whatever you want to do, you are in control. As I said uh, back when I was here last time in July, you are it's, there's three types of control. There's your control, the other person's control, and God's control. You can control who and how you react. And um, I choose to come out stronger, better, stronger, faster, you know, like the $6 million man. Now, the, there's a quote by Maya Angelou I love to uh, mention about when I talk about resilience is, my mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. And I say that quote by Maya Angelou when it comes to resilience is because many of us go through life just kind of experiencing every day as it is mm -hmm. and doing, oh, woe is me, or that's just how it is. It, this is my life. It always happens to me. You know, what I, what I say that quote for is because it's a choice to live your life bouncing back up from every fall. Now, as, as humans, we are meant to fall. We fall down as children, as we're learning to crawl, as we learn to walk, as we learn to stand up, whatever. We fall and we get back up. What we need to do is embrace our toddler mindset when it comes to resiliency. We must learn that it's okay to fall because that's how humans learn. It's okay to fall as long as we get up and learn the lesson of how we fell in the first place. You want to. I thrive. totally agree with that, but I got to ask you something because this has been bugging me for years now. When sure. I was a kid, you fell down. You maybe got a boo boo on your knee, you know, you may have bumped your arm or something, but it taught you something. You're right. It made you a stronger person. You knew how to ride that bike or those skates. Now they put pads on everything so they don't feel any of it. And then I'm running now, those people that, you know, the initial generation that went through the padded childhood are now adults now. And as soon as they hit any kind of stress, any kind of boiling hot water, they're literally falling apart because they were always in this padded bubble. You know, how do we get people out of that mindset 
that you're not wrapped around Teflon or something. It's like, this is life. You're right. You gotta, you know, hit it and bounce off of it and then get up and go again. How do we get people to see it when their whole life, you know, little kids do a race, everybody's number one, you know, their whole life, they've been padded and protected. And then all of a sudden they graduate high school or college and the parents go, okay, now it's your turn. And they go, huh? What do you want me to do? How do you get them out of that? Oh my God, what do I do now? Look, that's why I talk. That's why I do keynote talks is because they're not going to learn it until it's too late. I mean, they mm. have to, by sharing stories of resiliency and my book, Hold My Crown, Women of Grit Share Stories of Resiliency, those kind of things, if they get exposed by seeing other people fall and get back up, because my hope is when they actually do fall and don't have pads as adults or young adults, they do, wait a minute, I've seen this, so-and-so, I saw, I read a book or I, I heard a podcast, so-and-so, they fell and they got up, so I know it can be done because they didn't experience pain. So they need to be able to recognize when other people have experienced pain and it's the same that they can learn from it. I, as a storyteller, I say, we are now the cave paintings of the future because they don't have, they don't have it. They, like you said, they're padded. They're, they're, remember when we fell down, to, we would, we would, that Mercura cone, that brown stuff our parents would put on our cuts. It was like, ah, never mind. Oh, never mind. I'll bleed. Just don't put it on me. I mean, our, our help, the things that protected us was even painful. I mean, nowadays, yeah. even the dentists, they numb you first, then put the shot in. When we were kids, they would put that big old thing in our mouth and put yeah. that shot in. I mean, suffering was part of getting healed. Oh, you kid. and I could sit here and talk about this for hours. I see so you're yes. speaking my language. You got to come Get back. You got, I know. I know you've been here for three months in a row. I'm hoping you'll come back and do it again because the information you share is priceless. I cannot tell you how, what an honor it is to have you be a guest on the show. You are absolutely amazing. Please tell people how they can find you. Find me by my name. Go to www.michellemoross.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. M-R-A-S, michellemoross.com. You can find me there, find me on social media. But best, subscribe on my website, and then you can know where I am, what I'm doing, and how to reach me at all times. You're amazing. Thank you so much for these three amazing interviews, all the information you've shared. I hope you'll come back again because I, you know, I learn something new every time you're here. Yay. My job is done. <laughs> She's sick. She's sick. <laughs> Your job just started. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. I hope you go back and watch all three of these episodes because, oh my gosh, the knowledge she shared is absolutely amazing. And as always, I'm Tigo. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>